Hi, and welcome to the LJPC Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Cunningham. This podcast is all about the people who work at and who attend La Jolla Presbyterian Church in La Jolla, California. We live in a beautiful and special community full of amazing people who have lived amazing lives, and I have the pleasure of interviewing some of them on this podcast. Subscribe to the LJPC Conversations podcast so you can hear their stories. Today, I have in the studio the amazing Daryl and Mindy Bryant. Hi, and welcome. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming. <laughs> so to start off, Daryl, tell us what you do here at the church. Um, my title here at the church is pastor of administration, which a lot of people wouldn't know what that means. Yes. Yeah, so what does that mean? Basically, anything that has to do with the business of the church, and that covers, you know, the budgets, the facilities, you name it, anything business-wise, um, I have a team, and we take care of it. Mm-hmm. So you're the big boss manager guy in that realm. Yeah, that, that's that's a good way to put it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Mindy, I know that you have a demanding job as well and you guys have a busy home life. So tell us a little bit about that. Indeed I will. But <laughs> let me first explain a little bit more about my husband's job. Yes, he do is that. so humble and so sweet all the time, but he doesn't always have the best ability to explain what he does. <laughs> so my sweet husband is in charge of like, he's a pastor but he's the business pastor. So you think of it and you think he's like the CFO of a church or the COO of a church. And he's got two masters. He's got his MBA. He's got his masters of divinity. Like he's gone to school for decades to be able to do <laughs> what he does. And he does it so beautifully. And he cares about not only the business and the mm-hmm. financial aspects and the quality of a church to be able to run and to be able to sustain itself as a business with the what 50 employees we have here and yes you know he has to think of all of those things to be able to keep this building and these people and these facilities and all of the things that make this church be able to function mm-hmm. function so that's what my husband does here yeah <laughs> let me just explain and that. we are blessed and lucky to have you uh, she's my wife <laughs> so from now on all questions will be directed to mindy <laughs> Oh, no, I'm sure he can explain things much better than I can about my life. <laughs> I love He's just it. so humble always I about what it. he does or, oh, I love or who that. he is. Um, so are you asking me what Good I stuff. do? What, you have a demanding job, Mindy. I do have a very demanding you do, job. And you guys have a demanding home life. We do have so a very demanding home life. So I want you guys to t- tell us what your job is. Mindy, and then tell you guys can both tell us why your home life is demanding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I work in construction. Um, I've done it for about 15 years now, which is lovely. Um, But over the last three, four years, I've gone from more of an administration role in construction to a project manager role. And so it's extremely a whirlwind. There's so much to learn. Every nut and bolt of construction I have to learn and I have to be responsible for it's as if I'm a car mechanic and I have to be able to understand how to take a car apart down to the chassis or whatever it is mm-hmm. <laughs> and then put it all back together. And that's what I'm doing construction. So it's overwhelming and it's mm. lots of hours every week and um, it's exciting and thrilling and very exciting. <laughs> yeah. So you're not a foreman that's on the job. No, yeah. I don't work with a hammer and right. nails. I work in an office. I do a lot of estimating um, all of the jobs for my entire company in San Diego. I estimate every single one of them. I run a lot of jobs. I'm in charge of um, 
all of the behind the scenes paperwork mm-hmm. and running of a job and making things happen administratively, contracts, conversations, mm-hmm. hiring out subcontractors, just mm-hmm. everything it takes to actually make people go actually in the field and hammer to nail. Yes. Yes. And so what about your home life? Daryl, why is our home life so busy? <laughs> well, it's something like three kids, you know, we're very blessed and we love our kids. But they're all active and growing, and we have a three-year-old, which her name is Ruby, and she is so sweet, and we have her brother, which is four, and his name is Titan. Who are only ten and a half months apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they're mm-hmm. kind of like twins. Mm-hmm. And then we have our oldest, which is Josiah, and they're great. But and they're he's eight. They're all at different stages, and they need lots of attention. And when you work full-time, both of us, uh, then we come home to our other full-time job. (laughs) That's wild. And they're all in different stages. One needs homework, and one still needs love and attention. Mm -hmm. And one wants to be silly and play with Legos. And yet we still need dinner and somehow maybe give them baths because Mm -hmm. it might have been two weeks since they've showered. It hasn't been two weeks. They get them every of couple of days. Uh-huh. Every Your children days. are very clean. <laughs> they do. They do. I That's can attest. Fine. They're very clean. <laughs> it's just so full. I mean, we yes. want to enjoy the time and enjoy the kids and have fun. But there's also the 10,000 things like laundry and homework and keeping your house clean and having all of just life. Mm-hmm. It's full. Yeah, it is full for you guys. And somehow you guys do such a good job balancing it. I know you probably don't feel that way on the day-to-day <laughs> basis, but from the outside, it seems like you do a really good job balancing work and family and friendships, and you guys seem to be a really good team. So share a little bit about that magic. Like, how do you guys make it work? Because, you know, Mindy, I've traveled with you. You're very organized and prepared. You're very well prepared <laughs> all the time. So somehow you guys fit it in. And you make this work. So so tell us your secret. Well, I think we both just jump in and do what we can. I mean, we have a plan of who does what, you know, and if, uh, like, I try to get them to school and those types of things and their lunch is packed and, you know, she works on coming home. I mean, she sees them in the morning and gives them love and all those things. But I try to make sure I get them to school, and then we take turns of picking them up. And uh, it's just a lot of uh, organization, I think. And <laughs> we have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> we have a very real plan on who handles what and this mm-hmm. and that. But I think so much of our secret on how we make it all work, because this is the thing. This is the thing. Our lives are busy, and yeah. in that busyness and in that chaos – you can develop anger or frustration mm. or, man, why is he 10 minutes mm. later? Why didn't she pick up those dishes or why, why, why? Because there's so much that always needs to be done. And I think the reason we are successful in it is because one of the things that Daryl and I make time for, and it's not even we make time for, it's just one of the things that is the essential to who we are is we just spend time to with each other physically, like usually just laying in bed holding each other mm-hmm. and like nothing else. Mm-hmm. Like we rarely even talk like, or sometimes we talk, but just being connected, mm-hmm. having 20, 30, sometimes 40 minutes at nighttime or a lot of times right when we come home from work 
I bribe all the kids with a treat and I give them a piece of candy and go get them 10 minutes, go play on your Mm -hmm. iPad. And Daryl and I will sit in our bedroom for 10 minutes and just hold hands Mm -hmm. or just lay next to each other Mm -hmm. and breathe. Mm -hmm. And having that time together, just (sighs) Just kind of refocus, reconnect, be solid together, Mm -hmm. allows us to get through the next three hours of the night together Mm -hmm. because those are chaos hours, but we want to enjoy the chaos Mm -hmm. or allows (laughs) us to let go of the stressful day and look forward to tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So I think so much of how we get through life in a pleasurable way is just physically being next to each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes a big difference. Uh, If you feel connected with your spouse, then everything looks different. Mm -hmm. But if you're in your own world and you're stuck at what's going on at work or what the kids done that day, then it's easy to get frustrated and just get really tired. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we try not to get lost in the situation mm-hmm. or too much into the situation. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. I love that, you guys. <laughs> so um, I would love for you guys to share a little bit about yourselves. Um, you've talked about your kids a little bit, about your marriage a little bit, but, you know, where did you grow up? Uh, tell us a little bit more about your family, maybe your family of origin, if you want, um, how you guys met each other, whatever you want to share. That's just a little bit more about the Bryants. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so I grew up in Arizona. Uh, we moved there when I was two because I had a lot of uh, asthma problems mm. and it just seemed to really help. And hmm. so I grew up there. So your parents left their jobs where? Uh, they lived in Indiana. That's where I was born. And they heard that Arizona is better for your asthma. Yeah. So when I was born, I was really sick. And like for the first two years, I was getting shots like every week. Wow. I had to sleep between them. They told me if I was their first kid, I would have been their last. Wow. And so eventually the doctor said that if you want him to survive, you need to move. Wow. And so they prayed about him. Um, I come from a Christian family, and they're like, okay, God, if you want us to move, mm. let our house sell. And they put it up, and like two days later, it wow. sold. And so the doctor said, you might want to check out Arizona. And so we knew one family there from a distance. You know, they weren't close, but they helped us get set up, mm. and we moved there. And it was great. And so um, I stayed there for a while, and you know, grew up and then I got my MBA and all that stuff in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. But then I went to uh, Golden Gate uh, Theological Baptist Seminary, and that's in uh, Mill Valley, it's north of San Diego, or not San Diego, San Francisco. And went up there and finished my degree and got a great job at First Baptist Church in San Francisco. And that's where I saw this fine lady one day. And, uh, it was crazy because I was dating someone at the time, mm-hmm. but I noticed her and there was just, I mean, she's pretty, but there was something more that was very attractive to her. And so uh, I think the first time I saw her, I picked the sunglasses off her head because I was walking up a big staircase mm-hmm. and she was down there. And I really didn't even know her that much. And so over time. And I was like, hot. Dang, who is that guy? And then later that afternoon, I found out he was taken, and I was like, darn it. Blasted. All right. Got to get over that. But, Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I'll let you tell about your family, and then we can talk about how we got together. 
Well, okay. There you go. Very <laughs> organized. Good teamwork, guys. <laughs> we held hands this morning. I yeah. saw you holding hands. It was very precious. Oh, gosh. I um, am the youngest of four daughters, so I'm the baby. Also, Daryl is the baby, the youngest of three. Oh, That's why you guys get along so well. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so I'm naturally a little scrappy and loud and full of life and craziness. And um, I had a great childhood great family my parents are together my sisters are all alive we're all good good childhood mm-hmm. didn't grow up with jesus for the most part i mean i knew about him as a kid my sisters all became christians my parents are not believers um my sisters all became christian in high school i went to church through um elementary school and stuff but it just didn't stick because i wanted to party and have a good time so um i was wild through my teenage years and had a wild life and became a Christian as an adult. And it's been an amazing ride since then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> became a Christian about, I don't know, gosh, how old am I? About 20 years ago. Mm. It's been a while. Uh, and it's been amazing. And yeah, I have kind of done a lot of things. I've lived a lot of places. I met this guy in San Francisco. I went yeah. to San Francisco on the craziest whim. I used to be friends with this guy. We would be friends for like six months and get in an epic fight and stop being friends for six months. <laughs> and then we'd call each other and decide to be friends again. And we were in this epic fight where we hadn't talked for like, I don't know, a long time. And it's a couple of days before New Year's and he calls me and he's like, hey, you ready to be friends again? And I'm like, sure. And he's like, what are you doing for New Year's? And I'm like, I have no idea. And he's like, you want to go to San Francisco? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> so a couple hours later, we're driving in the car up to San Francisco, staying at this missionary house that we used to stay out up there, the JJ house. Because we'd go up there and do missions and hand out socks to the homeless and do all kinds of stuff. And over the course of that weekend, both of us felt like God was calling us to move to San Francisco really? and be missionaries. <laughs> so we Love drove it. back home and he packed up all his stuff and moved back up like two days later because he was unemployed. I put my notice up at work and two weeks later was in the car driving up there to be a missionary in San Francisco. Wow. <laughs> and then it was great. I went right to the church that Daryl was working yeah. at. Mm-hmm. And meant to be. It was just meant to be. It was a really cool experience. Absolutely. Yeah. And over time, uh, we did a lot together. We became besties. Like, mm-hmm. so Daryl was, I found this out later. It took a long time for Daryl to ask me out on a date. We were friends <laughs> for two years. Oh, wow. Two years. And that and whole time. And you guys time, liked each like, other that I, whole time? Yes, I can say I did. I didn't start hanging out with him because I wanted another friend. I had plenty. I liked her and I was interested, but. I had I was tired of relationships where you rushed in, you know, started dating and then it didn't work out mm-hmm. and then there's always hard feelings because someone feels rejected mm-hmm. or you know. And sweet Daryl's 10 years older than me, mm-hmm. so he's dated more than I has as a Christian adult. Mm-hmm. And actually Daryl's the only Christian man I've ever dated. Like once I became a Christian, that was one of the things. Before I was a Christian, I was this wild crazy hippie and and didn't respect dating or love or relationships or everything that comes along with Mm -hmm. that. And so when I became a Christian, God and I had this very real thing that happened over a course of several months where I felt like I was able to save something for my husband that I wasn't Mm going to that I didn't have the ability to save before I knew Jesus. And so it had, I had been a Christian for about six years before I really started before I met and like started hanging out with Daryl and I hadn't dated anyone like 
And so Daryl's the only man I've ever dated as a Christian. Mm. And it was really cool because I had really hoped and really prayed and that God would fulfill this hope and, and desire that as a Christian, the only person I'd ever date would be my husband. Yeah. And I would tell people that and they'd be like, oh, girl, you're so crazy. Like, it's okay. Aww. Like, don't do that. You're setting yourself up for this or that. And I'd be like, don't squash my dreams. Like, this is who God can be right. to me. Like, this is this can be real. And it was real and it's amazing. But... Aww. Daryl was very nervous about me for many reasons. He had just come off a very real <laughs> relationship with another yes. staff member at church. Oh, so, gosh, I mean, there's that. Hard. Yeah, that <laughs> and I'm and there's that. younger yes. than him. Yes. <laughs> and I'm this wild little crazy. And back yeah. then, I was still kind of dressed like a hippie. Like, I used to be a hippie before I became a Christian. And I was still wearing tie-dyes and patchwork pants mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. practically had dreadlocks. And, I mean, I was still this wild little thing. <laughs> she was very fun and passionate and it was just a great time yeah so we were friends for two years we started exercising together mm-hmm. weekly doing these crazy stairs and the top of divisadero hill and um started watching the oc television show together every Aww. wednesday night and on yeah. commercials we'd text each other can you believe that just happened like just became best friends it was really cool it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, like she said, we do the Lion Street Trail. Uh, the stairs. stairs that are really, they're really popular in San Francisco, but they're quite a workout mm-hmm. to go up and down them. And Holy cannoli. We had so much fun. We would walk and talk and all those things, but she was ready for me to move faster, and I just uh, wasn't there yet. Like, so much show. His <laughs> birthday is in October, October 15th. And for his birthday dinner, he goes out with his best friend and his best friend's fiance, and then he invites me as the four. <laughs> so it's the four of us on his birthday dinner. This is in October. Do you want to know when Daryl Bryant asked me out on our first date? Oh, no. June. 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 <laughs> I actually think that was your first day. <laughs> I know. It was not. <laughs> in his mind, it was. <laughs> no, no, it was not. It was June. It was, oh, oh my, my gosh. He made me wait so long. That is funny. That was that was interesting. Slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> yes, but once it finally happened, from date to marriage, it was 15 months. Wow. I mean, once it happened, we yeah. were there. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was great. Goodness. And then we lived there for a little while after we got married. You don't want me to tell the story. Oh, you can tell the story. <laughs> Go ahead. I know you are dying oh, to. The best part about Daryl asking me out on our first date is the story. So we're on the Lion Street stairs. And we'd made a little bet about some bottle of water, whatever, and I won the bet. And so I wanted to know what he would have asked if he won the bet. That was my question. That's what I wanted. And it's silent. And it's silent for like a two, three oh, minutes. No. And I'm like, um, hello? <laughs> Are you going to tell me what you wanted? And finally he sits down and he's like, okay. But before you answer me, I'm going to tell you three reasons why you should say no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. And... I'm a little confused. And he's like, so there's the age thing. And now my mind's starting to be like, You're huh? Like, Uh-oh, here we go. And he goes, you know, you're a decade younger, and it's a big deal. <laughs> a and, decade you know. sounds really bad. <laughs> a decade. Well, I say a decade. Ten, he's yeah, very Ten years specific. sounds fine, but a decade sounds bad. Every time I say a decade, he's like, it's not a half. So, you know, you're nine years younger than me. He doesn't even say a half. Most of the time he'll say nine. And then, you know, there's the church thing because he had, again, a couple of years ago just came off a bad relation, or not a bad relationship, but left somebody mm-hmm. who was at the church. Mm-hmm. And 
that's awkward. And so there's the church thing. And then, you know, there's your past, Mindy. Because my sweet husband <laughs> has been a Christian since birth mm-hmm. and ha- and a very conservative Christian since birth. And, you know, where he grows up, you don't. You don't dance because it leads to sex. Like you don't. Yeah, no, I mean, it's yeah, very conservative. Like yeah. it's he, very conservative. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, and then there's your past because I was not a Christian and I was nothing near what he was expecting he would marry or he would date. And so he gave me all of these reasons why I should say no. And then he's like, but you know, would you go on a date with me? and then so finally my response to this because of course i'm now like wow he finally pulled the trigger but wait what there's all these reasons he doesn't want me to date him (laughs) and so finally i'm like all right that'd be pretty all right and he goes pretty all right what does that mean (laughs) (laughs) and so i said yes and then we went dating yeah our first date was at the matreon virtual bowling yep and it was really cool back then and it was so sweet. We actually went on a date this Friday, and my sweet husband tried to find virtual bowling in San Diego. Oh, he just, did. Yeah, just because he was thinking of Memories. my first date. But there is none anymore. Aww. No, I don't think it's uh, alive anymore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So how did you guys end up here at, at La Jolla Press? Uh, a strange story. Um, I had... We had been married for, what, six months, seven months? And we we had started talking about going to San Diego. I had felt like God was going to lead me here mm. um, when I was in seminary. And so we came down and checked it out. We stayed with some friends. Um, and we felt, I I felt like, and I, my wife did too, that we'd be church planning. Mm. And so with the Southern Baptists that we were with, the nomination, talking to all the right people, they're like, yeah, absolutely, come on down, and we'll, we'll get started on that. And so we both quit good jobs and mm. left our place, which was a nice place, and all that stuff, and came down here. And then it was like they didn't answer my calls when I came down here. Mm. And it was really weird how that door just closed. Yeah. But um, God allowed a few things to happen. I did pulpit supply for a little while, like at some churches, mm-hmm. and um, did some accounting work. And my wife got a job right away. And then one day, I was on this little bitty job site for churches. And this place called La Jolla Presbyterian <laughs> Church had an opening. <laughs> I had never heard of La Jolla Presbyterian Church before, and so I called and talked with Marsha, and uh, before I knew it, I was in multiple meetings, and everything was just clicking, Hmm. and this was the place that God was opening up, and this Hmm. is where we should be, and so we came down, and a lot of things happened, but why don't you chime in a little bit? Well, and I know you guys aren't weren't Presbyterian. No, and and so and I know you had you intentionally made a choice for this to become your worshiping community. Absolutely. And so, tell us a little bit about that process. Well, yeah. So we come from very diverse backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Daryl is a Baptist. I mean, mm-hmm. he was a born and bred Baptist. I'm I became a Christian as an adult yeah. and a non denominational. So I mean. To me, I don't even care what it is. As long as Jesus is there, I'm down. Mm-hmm. So, And then there's a Presbyterian church. And, again, even coming here, I'd only been a Christian for about a decade. So I was still very 
new to all the denominations mm-hmm. and I didn't understand everything. And um, so we checked it out here for a little while and it was really neat because when we first started, there was only a traditional service mm-hmm. here. And so I got to be a part of How long ago in, was that? What, that was, do you remember what year it was? 2006. 2006. When you were so hired or when you guys? We did the we 2006 checked. is when you were hired and 2007, I think, is when we started the contemporary service. Okay. It was the next year. Is okay. There was a little group of us. Because we that, came the same year. Yeah. Right? We right. started came, one week yeah. apart from each right, other. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. We started yes. one week after you and Paul yes, started. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we got to help bring in the contemporary service, which was such a neat thing to help usher in bringing into La Jolla Press. But then... After that happened, Daryl and I actually spent uh, like a year church mm-hmm, shopping mm-hmm. and looking around at different churches. We probably looked at 15 in the area to really see like, is because we hadn't really found a home in La Jolla Press yet. Mm-hmm. We didn't have children yet. There wasn't a huge presence of younger families. Right. The yeah. contemporary service was just starting. We weren't typical Southern California folk mm-hmm. already, so we hadn't found our home here right away. And so we church shopped. Even though Daryl was working here, we that. went and mm-hmm. looked around at a bunch of churches and didn't find peace in any of them. They were all great, but it just didn't feel right. right. And mm-hmm. so we came back, and it was funny because then the Lord let us go plant Orange Avenue and be a part mm-hmm. of that church plant. Mm-hmm. So a couple of years after, we were brought here with the intention of church planting because both of us felt we had moved to San Diego mm-hmm. with the intention of church planting. Two years later, we now do a church plant. Yeah. So we got to do that for about two years mm-hmm. with Orange Ave. Mm-hmm. And then we had a baby mm-hmm. and um, felt like it was time to come back home to La Jolla Press mm-hmm. because this would be the right place to help nurture us as a family mm-hmm. and help teach us what it looks like to be parents and have young kids and started being a part of the mom to mom group. And yeah. that's how, once we had a child and came back here, it was just amazing. And the worship community and being a part of this church just clicked so just truly and genuinely for us. And so mm-hmm. many people just came around us mm-hmm. and just really loved on us and taught us what it is to start being parents. And it was just a really neat time to be a part of mm-hmm. the community. And that was about eight years ago. And we've been solid here since. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we came from a really great community, mm-hmm. and then we came here, and it felt like we were in a desert. Like, yeah. we didn't have the close friends or the connections, and even if we did things with people, it wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. It was a different level, but all of that has changed over the years, and we have such a great church family and network, and uh, it's just God and the way he moves, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it's truly just a family here now. It's not like where we come to church it's really just our village here now mm-hmm. and the community mm-hmm. here and i mean the way that the people here love on my children is just <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing i'm in awestruck yeah like so many people here intimately love my mm-hmm. children outside of me and daryl like mm-hmm. a lot of them don't even know who i am people know who my children yeah. are and they don't know who i am and they love them and care about them and it's so exciting mm-hmm. it's such a blessing yeah mm-hmm. And so I just want to clarify that during that whole time of searching and trying to trying to figure things out, you were employed here. Yeah, I, I and, still. Yeah, you were, but but we don't have that expectation that because you work here, 
that you attend here, <laughs> which no. some people might think that's kind of yeah. odd, but um, but you weren't, you know, a pastor in the pulpit, uh, no. and you weren't a program position, and so um, and so that, of course, we wanted you guys to attend here, but that wasn't something where we said you you had to do that. It yeah. was really yeah. neat that you gave us that, that the, the church gave us the opportunity like you didn't there was no weirdness like daryl coming to work with us looking around at Mm -hmm. other churches there was Mm -hmm. no weirdness there like it was Mm -hmm. really cool that it was just normal yeah and you know when i had started um paul made it clear that my job is monday through friday Mm -hmm. of course i want to be involved in the church activities and do those types of things but some people in their positions they're required to be here on sure Sundays and you know special things like that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, you've never stuck to the Monday through Friday mentality, please. You're all up in all of the ministries. Come on, oh, I, 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 it's hard I, not to be. Exactly. You know? Paul was very gracious to make that happen, but it's not like you live by that. It, it's because I want to. Exactly, you know? which That's is so right. cool. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, our church has a lot going on all the time, and so a lot amazing. of wonderful things we exactly. want to all be a part of. Hard to pick and choose which ones. To I know. Are you guys still part of a growth group? Not right now. I mean, we go back and forth. It's hard with bedtimes with kids right hard. now. Yeah. It's really hard mm-hmm. with bedtimes with children because mm-hmm. when our little start going to bed at seven o five, and mm-hmm. it, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, and we have uh, explored starting one in our home, like for our mm-hmm. neighborhood and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But each time that we uh, bring it up. It's just not the right time because yeah, people yeah. are like, oh, I'd love to, but I can't. Yeah, they'll so, be yeah. the season for it. Right. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, my goodness, our family is at this church. My kids are at the church like three, four, five days a week. Yes. You guys Daryl's are at the church five days yes, a week. Yes, you're we, plenty. We're pretty involved. Yeah, busy and <laughs> yeah. involved. Yes. yes. Definitely. Just not a growth group right now, but yeah. we've got some other pretty cool things yeah. we're in. Yeah. yeah. And if we had a growth group that would work for us, we would be there. You would like, exactly. There's would. one that yeah. that we've been considering joining that might work. It's mm-hmm. more of a monthly growth mm-hmm. group. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Kind of nice. Yeah. So uh, share with us a little bit uh, some of your hopes and dreams uh, for the future, like your future here at La Jolla Press. You're hopefully going to stay forever. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> um, and your family. What are some of the hopes and dreams you guys have? You know, this is just a great place, and I feel like God has us here, and I just hope that that continues and that we're able to build into our community and reach out to those new people that are coming in, but also, you know, just give our kids a really good foundation, Mm -hmm. because you can tell them things and teach them at home, but... If they have a bunch of friends that are on the same path, that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think we want to give them all that we can give and just Mm -hmm. really be a part of this community. Mm -hmm. One of my dreams, because this church is such a, such, gosh, it's so amazing that this happens. And there's so many examples in our church, Christy Zapkin and Cynthia Blaze. Mm. Brother, daughter. And her mom. Yes. Think of Anne and Audrey. Think of all of these mothers and daughters who these mothers were my age when their kids were Mm three-year-olds in the church. And now their daughters are 30 and 40 with three-year-olds in the church. And their daughters are leaders and prayer warriors and all of these things in the church, these beautiful, compassionate, Mm -hmm. 
just women who love Jesus yes. and who are serving Jesus with their mom in the same church for oh, 20 years. Oh, my like, dream isn't too, that the dream? Mindy, yes, That's my dream. That is the dream. I see it every single day yeah. here and gosh, it's the dream. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, my boys too, but of there's course. something about of my course. daughter. Like, of course. Oh. Yes, definitely. That's oh, the dream. They can never leave. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I have five questions for you guys, and these are just more just moments to get to know you guys a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So um, what is your favorite thing to do on your day off? I, well, <laughs> are you asking the, the fun wild, Mindy, or the ad- Whatever, realistic because the fun wild Mindy, my favorite thing to do on the day off is being outside in nature with the family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doesn't matter where, just outside with the family. Mm-hmm. Realistic Mindy, mm-hmm. taking a nap. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I would also agree. I, I really like outdoors. So when we when, when, when we go outdoors and stuff like that with the kids, it's so fun. And mm-hmm. there's lots of places in San Diego to to have those experiences if it's just myself i like woodworking and so Mm -hmm. i like to go in the garage and work on things Mm -hmm. that's true Mm -hmm. so nice um so i know you guys like to have date nights which is awesome so what is an ideal date night you go first this time we just had one last night Mm. or the night before yes Mm -hmm. um friday night and so I think we like to go to places that are kind of interesting and different mm. uh, places that we can just have fun and feel like we're not in our normal world. It's kind of like an escape. So uh, sometimes it's the movies, which mm-hmm. is simple, but we went to UTC Mall mm-hmm. and explored the new part and just yeah, all so the fun, fun places. Mm-hmm. And it, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. We had a great time, and two hours seemed like all night it was just so fun and relaxing mm. it wasn't we weren't watching the clock or anything i'm like wow it's only been two hours yeah yeah you know it was fun so my ideal date night is actually date morning saturday mm. morning date mornings are my absolute favorite because we're alive and fresh and awake and mm-hmm. we're not tired from the day and mm-hmm. you have breakfast and we go estate sailing yeah. oh my gosh estate sailing <laughs> date morning is my jam <laughs> let me go to snooze in la jolla oh, i love snooze exactly fill up my belly yeah. go walk it off and buy other people's treasures yeah. that's my ideal date morning fun that mm-hmm. is a lot of fun exactly oh that's so cute I love it. I love it. So, speaking of snooze, do you guys have a favorite restaurant? I like all the food. Tell me what kind of food, and I'll tell you the restaurant. Uh, Italian. What's your favorite Italian restaurant? Lorna's. Lorna's. It's in UTC. Or it's in UC. Is that where we went with you guys? We went there, and they're just this little mom and pop, tiny place. We'll have to go there again. So authentic and yummy. We'll have to go there. What about Mexican? Tealios. Ah, uh, uh, yes. We like the one on... Uh, the one on... Um, Moreno? Yeah, Moreno is the best one out of all the locations. Shredded beef, crispy quesadilla. Love Oh, it. my goodness. <laughs> Tell me something yeah. else. Asian. <laughs> Asian uh, or Thai. Um, or Chinese or... I can sue the Japanese. Thai. Rito. Oh, and then that place right across from Pokerito that's... Um, Wait, where's the, po- Rito? on Convoy. Okay. And then right across from it, it's like Shanghai Noon. Mm. Oh, my gosh. So amazing. 
I like uh, Arroyo, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. It's right across Arroyo, from Bond. Right, Arroyo. That's right here. They have mm. some really good dishes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a regular. They do. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we like all the food. That's, that's a favorite for us, too. Aurora is a favorite, definitely. All right. What would be a dream vacation for your family? We would probably answer this different. You go first. I think. Or maybe you maybe there's a dream vacation without the kids and one with the kids. Oh, those are very different Those vacations. are very different vacations, <laughs> yes. So however you want to answer or both. I will matter. do with the kids and you can do without. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay so. <laughs> I think just going to the mountains in a cabin and getting to let the kids play outdoors and exploring stuff like Big Bear, that's great. And then the other side of that would be maybe someday if we can take them to Hawaii or -hmm. something when they're a little bit older where they can play in the ocean like Mm -hmm. they do here. But it's just a different place. Mm -hmm. I would like those. Yeah. Or... On a cruise with the kids where there's child care. Ha-ha. The I Disney like the cruise. child care. Probably, yeah, that, that would be great. I think, uh, I think oh, the Disney oh, cruise would be your jam. The trip would be that one, the forest home with the whole families, oh, family right? Camp, there's the ideal family, family camp, trip. Family camp. Right. Which we really wanted to one of these times. And I think our kids are finally ready. Yes, you ideal should Ideal family that. trip. Yeah. Now, for us, I bet we are 100% on the same of this. It doesn't matter where the place is. It needs to be. On a beach or on a very nice island, it needs to have crystal clear water that's also calm and not crazy mm-hmm. that we can see fish swimming mm-hmm. around at our feet. Mm-hmm. Our cabin, not hotel room, but cabin, but that maybe is connected to a hotel so they still clean for us. Yes. Opens up onto the sand. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> exactly. Like we're in one of the suites yes, on the yes, sand, yes. but I don't want to be in the tower mm-hmm. in the hotel. I want my privacy, mm-hmm. but I want them to come clean mm-hmm. and feed me and mm-hmm. take care of me. Mm-hmm. On the sand... And then it also needs to be like a five-star resort, though, because Daryl likes things very Americanized, and he doesn't want to worry about his food or toilet Mm -hmm. paper. So I think that's the ideal. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, I think that would be great. I have a picture in my office of the, you know, little huts on Fiji. Oh, yeah. Those little ones that are on the water, and there's this hammock in between these two palm trees yes i'm going that's the dream yes we'll go together Mm because i'm going (laughs) (laughs) let's do it i love Uh. it it's the dream all right uh i have a very specific question and i know when you read this beforehand mindy you probably cracked up because there's a reason i'm asking this very seemingly random question have you ever been on a game show I know it sounds random to everyone right now. They're like, what? Why would she be asking this? Sarah, <laughs> have you ever been on a game show? Um, no, I, I haven't. Oh, I have. Oh, oh tell me Mindy about it. has. <laughs> tell us about that, Mindy. Oh, gosh, yes. I was on Let's Make a Deal. Uh, it was when Josiah was just six months old. Me and my sister went on. It was wild and crazy and Oh, gosh, it's truth. If you act like a lunatic in the lines and in the waiting and in the interview, goodness gracious, they'll pick you because they did pick me. (laughs) And I was wild and crazy. And, yes, I have the video. And maybe one day if we're really good friends, I'll show it to you. But I was wild and crazy, and I got the chance to win a truck, and I went all the way, and I won a truck. Um, Let's make a deal. went all the way and won a truck. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, baby. Great. So, yes, I have been on a game show. I dressed up like a sun. I took a huge flag that you hang off the side of your building or whatever, like a flag Mm -hmm. that swings, and I 
it, it was a sun, and I put a rope around it and put it on me, and I dressed up as the sun. It was lovely. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been on a game I show. I love it. I love it. So fun. And you won a track. I won a track. <laughs> I've won a lot of things. I've also won back in the day on the radio. I won a Nintendo controller. Wow! With in it back in the day, this was like legit because it had just came out. It was the duck controller with the gun on the Nintendo. I don't know if you guys remember this. Maybe some of you won't, but it was a really big Fancy. deal that I got the plug-in duck gun remote to play with the Nintendo too. Fancy. It was pretty amazing. Well, forget about Fiji. We're going to Vegas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Have you ever won anything? Doobie? Um, that's I, what I call Daryl sometimes. You call Doobie. him Doody? Doobie. Doobie? Doobie. Doobie. My sisters <laughs> came up with that name for him. Doobie. Yeah. Doobie, Doobie, Doo. And so it's just stuck. But I don't think I have. have You've I? never won anything? You won me. You won her. I did. That was the best prize ever. So I was just joking. And uh, she did win me a really cool tool one time. Oh, yeah. I won. Um, it was a Milwaukee drill. drill cordless. Pretty nice. I win a lot of things. Yeah. It's often. Wow. I have a lucky streak. And I'm also surprisingly good at getting parking. Always. Ooh. Always, always, always. I can find parking and like that it's amazing wow she'll ask me we'll go into a parking lot and she'll be like which way should i go I'm like don't ask me because it's <laughs> not my luck i never get it so. but i also pray about it too yes this is of the course thing. jesus is like always on the forefront of my mind mm-hmm. and so if i can't find parking i'll be like come on god can you hook me up mm-hmm. like i don't care i just mm-hmm. talk to him all the of, time, course. So. of course i think that's why i always yes. have parking lot definitely mm-hmm. yes. i like that Yay. well we are so blessed to have you guys um, on staff, Daryl, and in our church family. You guys are so awesome, and thank you. Is there anything you guys would like to add before we close? Anything else? That we are blessed. I mean, seriously, this is such a beautiful church Mm -hmm. and such a lovely group of people to be a part of. And I say that so genuinely. I mean, I can go to a woman's retreat Mm -hmm. and be vulnerable and raw and emotionally just spent and be so deeply loved and um, just filled by the women that care about me. Daryl comes to work every day Mm -hmm. and laughs and enjoys his coworker. (laughs) And he comes home and tells me the silliest stories. And he's so proud of the people he works with. And we come home from Sunday filled with just beautiful worship Mm. songs in our head and words of truth in our soul and our kids are laughing and joking and talking about scones and Mm. it's just we are so unbelievably blessed that Mm -hmm. this is what our life looks Mm -hmm. like and that this is truly the community that we have not only chose but that chooses us and we just feel Mm -hmm. so blessed by Mm -hmm. it like we really really do very very well spoken i love coming to work it's I mean, it is work, but it's not like a drudge, you know, where you don't mm-hmm. want to go or, mm-hmm. oh, can't wait till Friday. It's not yeah. like that. It's totally different. Very blessed. Mm-hmm. So. so thanks for having us. Yes. yes thank you. <laughs> love that. Love that. Thank you, Daryl and Mindy, for joining me on the LJPC Conversations podcast. And thank you to everyone for listening. Please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. This podcast has been produced by me, Shannon Cunningham, and our wonderful Director of Communications, Jim Sedgwick. Yeah.